Well, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good grief. Thank you ever so much for um, spending some time with us and coming to the program. My name is Willie Lawson, and um, this this Baltimore thing, I, you know, most people, and we went over in the last um, our, our our last broadcast um, some specifics about Baltimore. What's actually going on there? You know what? You know what? What's going on there educationally? What's going on there poverty-wise? What's going on in Baltimore? You know, we've been we, we let out all the numbers, but that doesn't seem to be enough for the folks over at CNN, um, because it's not about what the truth is. It's about Trump being a racist. It's about Trump being bad orange man. That's what it's about, and that's what it's that's what it's always been about for CNN um, that's what it's and that's what it's going to continue to be about uh, unfortunately because no one there no one no one and it's a shame no one there is interested in, in the truth no one there is interested in what's really going on no one there gives a damn about any of that um, because their idea is to gain listenership or, or viewership by by continuing to say Trump's a racist Trump's a dangerous awful bad um, orange man um, and that's where they are, and it just seems, it just seems self-destructive, because it's it's just been ridiculous. Now, what we're going to play now is the, I think one of the most ridiculous statements um, from somebody who's at CNN, and I'm telling you, I did not watch this personally. I saw, I got this clip later, and um, I'm going to share it with you here in a minute, uh, because. The left is really good and Democrats are really good about taking ordinary statements, ordinary words and saying suddenly that these are code words for this or code words for that or dog whistle for this or dog whistle for that. When it's just, first of all, those those kind of things are very difficult to argue against because it's just so damn stupid. And they know that. But now we've got a new code word. And the new code word is infested. That's the new code word. The new code word um, is infested. That's the new racist word. If I say you are living in a in a crime infested, rat infested community, that means y'all niggas. That's what that means. Apparently, that's what the guy at CNN means. Um, and I don't know who this dude is. He's new there. He's a, he's a fresh face. I'm sure they're just paying him money because he's just happy to be on a major net. Or, you know what? What used to be a major network, and that still means something. So he's got to just outdo everybody else. Um, this is this is the clip that turned the word infested into y'all niggas. Donald Trump has tweeted more than forty three thousand times. He's insulted thousands of people, many different types of people. But when he tweets about infestation, it's about black and brown people. That is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. That the word infested now is always used when it comes to black and brown people. Now let's let's take a, a, a look back uh, just a little bit ago uh, when Trump was was talking about the squad and um, and the original tweet. Trump never mentioned anybody's name. Any any four of the women by name um, 
and whatever negativity was was drawn from the, from the tweet was drawn from the left that uh, that would associate something negative something negative with black people and the left is really good about this because the, because the left always pushes the stereotypes of black people living in poor destitute areas um, and somehow they don't have access to the most basic of functions. Um, they, you know, black people need there not to be ID required to vote because black people aren't able to get IDs to vote. Now, go to somebody black and ask them if they got a damn ID and see if you don't get punched in the mouth. I mean, seriously, seriously. go to somebody black and say, um, do you have an ID? Would you like me to drive you to the DMV to get get an ID and see if you don't get punched straight in the damn mouth? But this is the soft bigotry of low expectations that continues to permeate, continue to permeate the the white left for sure. You know what? I I did a program and I was I was moving some um some show inventory around on my Collide site, collide.com slash fightbackmedia, collide.com slash fightbackmedia. And one of the programs I did was white liberals versus strong black people. And the biggest encumberment to the success of black communities are white liberals. And this is truly another case of that where anything said and 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 we try to tell you all this when we're talking about Barack Obama that anything negative said about a black person no matter what will be taken especially by white liberals as racist so if you say something negative about John Lewis you're a racist if you say something negative about uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Talib, um, whatever her name is, Rashida Talib. You're a racist and you're Islamophobic. If you say anything negative about Maxine Waters, you're a racist. If you say anything negative about Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, uh, you're a racist. You don't like brown people. Uh, you know what? And on and on. If you say anything negative uh, about Kamala Harris or um, what's his face, Elijah Cummings. Who lied about being spit on in a Tea Party rally? Anybody remember that? My friend Tom Gatens, um, remember that in a Facebook post, and I, I, I'd forgotten. Um, it was 2010, I think, and the um, the Democrats were were doing this ceremonial uh, march across the um, across the Capitol as they were going in to vote in the Affordable Care Act. They were taking this big symbolic thing because you know the left, the Democrats are all in the symbolism. Um, because it was this big historic event. And there were a lot of protesters out there. And Elijah Cummings mentioned that he had been spit on by somebody, you know what, some of, some of the Tea Party folks. Well, you know what, videotape of watching Elijah Cummings coming in from that, from that whole area as they made their march across the Capitol lawn and, and into the House of Representatives. There isn't one, one single nanosecond of video that shows that Elijah Cummings was spit on. He was lying. 
he was lying. Now, this is the same Elijah Cummings, that if anything's negative, especially said by a white person, especially said, especially said by Donald Trump, anything negative about Elijah Cummings in Elijah Cummings' district, and quite frankly, Trump didn't say anything, let's just be honest, didn't say anything negative about the district, District 7, that Elijah Cummings has been the U.S. rep in for the past 23 years. He just stated the conditions. He just stated the damn conditions. And the, and the conditions are deplorable. There isn't anybody who lives there who won't say they're deplorable. As a matter of fact, there was a, um, a story that the water system that, um, you know, for people to have water, clean drinking water and water to cook with and water to, to bathe in was hooked to the fire, the, the fire plug, the fire hydrant for like eight blocks. Because if they were hooked up to the regular water pipes, you got nothing but mud because they're they're And, and, and in a city like Baltimore, you, you can see they're, they're very, very old and they're decrepit and nothing's been done to fix it. And nobody seems to give a crap. This is Elijah Cummings district. This is uh, where a, a lot of the buildings are abandoned. And you know what abandoned buildings draw? They draw a couple of things. They draw crime. They draw, unfortunately, they, they draw homeless people. And what happens to the homeless people who are drawn to these buildings of shelter that they often have crimes committed against them there. Drug use. And of course, because they're not kept up well, obviously, all sorts of all sorts of vermin, rats, roaches, fleas, all sorts of these things congregate to these areas all the time. So that's what you end up with. That is what you end up with. And that's what they have in the 7th, 7th Congressional District of Baltimore right now. Of Maryland and this have you know what in the Baltimore area and that's what they have there and and saying that what it whatever it actually is is not racist and especially isn't racist against Elijah Cummings it's truthful and it's truthful and sad and pitiful in a way that is disturbing you know what and the left's reaction to it is disturbing I mean that that they would they would choose to take the tact that what Trump said was racist as opposed to yeah bad bad orange man unfortunately is correct here and what are we going to do about it and why hasn't Elijah Cummings done something about it in the past twenty three damn years twenty three years Elijah Cummings has been the U.S. rep for District Seven. There's been nobody else in 23 years, more than two get two decades. Why? Nothing until now. You remember Freddie Gray, right? Freddie Gray died in police custody. Riots broke out. Black Lives Matter. All hell broke loose. Remember that? And this is a story that I, I that I told in you know in, in the last on the last program. I'll tell it again. Um, People were afraid that after the riots, well, while the riots were going on, schools were closed. And because so many kids depend on free or reduced lunch, they were afraid that these kids 
would have trouble finding things to eat. Because 84% of the students in the um, Baltimore Public School Districts are, are eligible and are on free or reduced lunch. And for my teacher friends, especially in Florida, that's like having your whole district be, be a chapter one school. Chapter one schools have more than, I think, more than 50% of the kids who are eligible for free or reduced lunch. Um, that's like having your whole district be a chapter one district. Now, I have to check out the veracity of this story, but and the, I heard the story that that they couldn't find a black child who was in third grade who was reading at grade level in all of the system. District 7 is a hot mess. And anything that Elijah Cummings might have done to help his own district, apparently in 23 years, he has not done. Now, I'm not just holding Elijah Cummings responsible, but there are mayors and school board members and city council members and aldermen or whatever system of city government and county government they have that has been responsible for letting that turn into that and stay there all this time. I, you know, I can't just blame Elijah Cummings. He's a U.S. rep. He's not responsible for the day-to-day -day running of the city. He's not responsible for the day-to-day -day running of the school board. He's not responsible for the day-to-day -day running of the infrastructure of the city. He's not responsible for that. However, that is, those people who live in that district, he does represent, and I'm sure they bring these things up to him. Why have things not changed? Why aren't things improving? Why isn't he using his influence to make life better for his constituents? And now he's at the point, and after 23 years, some of his constituents are the children of his initial constituents. So if you are responsible for representing them, then you are responsible for the, for, for, for the area. There's no way to get out of being responsible for what's going on there because you share Elijah Cummins shares in that responsibility the very same way that here in um, in Tampa where I live um, Kathy Castor shares in what goes on, on 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 you know what here in this area whether she's here every day or not whether she's at city council meetings whether, whether she is at county commission meetings or school board meetings or whatever um, she represents this area thus has a responsibility to the constituents in it the very same way that Elijah Cummings has a responsibility to those people in District 7 of Maryland and the Boston area. I mean, excuse me, in the Baltimore area. So he can't get out of that responsibility and calling him on it is not racist. You know, it is just sad that this is, this is how the left and the Democrats have chosen to deflect responsibility for crap Maxine Waters district deplorable and uh, and 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 others deplorable you know and it's funny Elijah Cun and you know one of the articles said Elijah Cummins was was bemoaning the fact of the conditions of some of the detention centers while at the same time, his constituency is living worse, 
living a worse existence, worse ex- existence than the people who were in the detention centers on the on the southwestern border. Folks, folks, um, it's easy to say bad, orange man bad. It's easy to say Donald Trump's a racist. It's easy, but you know, black folks, we've got to do something. We got to be better. We got to be able to talk about these things in a real logical, pat, you know, what manner, and say, you know what, and be honest. If you've got if you got relatives who live in the hood in in Baltimore, you know it. You know it sucks, and they know it sucks too. So Donald Trump mentioning it is not racist. Donald Trump mentioning um, that a lot of areas in Baltimore suck is not racist. It's not um, saying anything negative about the people who live there. It isn't. It's just stating a fact. It's stating the same fact that places like Seattle, Washington are on the decline because of policies of the people uh, of the people who represent Seattle and the surrounding area. That's simply a fact. A fact. And the numbers bear that out. So what we got to stop doing, folks, what we got to stop doing is allowing the left to deflect. In this particular case, what conservatives need to be doing is, is pointing out that these folks, these dear sweet people who live in District 7 of Maryland deserve better than what they've been getting the past 23 years. Definitely with Elijah Cummings and definitely with any of the mayors and city council members and county commissioners, city council. The dear sweet people who live in the 7th District of, of Maryland deserve better. That's all there is to it. They deserve better. As American citizens, they deserve better. As taxpayers, they deserve better. As human beings, worthy of love and respect, they deserve better. And simply bringing that up and the people who are responsible for that in and of itself is not racist. And we and we need to we need to shout down all those ridiculous deflections and get to the core of the issues. That's exactly what we need to do. This is a very short program. I'm going to wrap this up in just a few minutes uh, because what I, I want to tell you something. I want to tell you that um, Urban Game Changers is having their first annual conference in Virginia Beach, Virginia, on August 21st through August 25th. It is a combined celebration with Hampton, Virginia, and um, celebrating uh, the 400th anniversary of the African descendants of slaves uh, on the continent of North America. It's going to be a, a wonderful time, a lot of activities, a lot of panel discussions, a lot of, of time to meet people and relax. It's going to be at the uh, the Hampton, uh, the Hampton Inn there, Hampton Inn Resort. It's uh, it's beautiful and it's a it's a lovely place to relax, and be pampered and be taken care of. Um, again, it's going to be on August twenty first through twenty fifth. We've got great speakers, fantastic speakers there. Uh, myself, uh, um, 
Phil Scott, um, T. West, Sonny Johnson, plus many, many others. So what you want to do is you want to register and get your tickets today, www.irvinggamechangersconference.com, and sign up today to go to the conference because seats are um, and places are you know what going pretty fast because when you, once you see that the tickets to the event some of the tickets are actually free you hear me some of the tickets to the event are actually free so you go and if you use the code u um gb urban game changers well urban game changers ugc ugc excuse me ugc um, you will get the um, the rate of $169 a night for this resort. And the tickets to the event are free. Are you kidding me? You got to do it. You just have to do it. There isn't any, there's no way around it. You got to do it. So go there now, urbangamechangersconference.com, urbangamechangersconference.com. All right, we got to get out of here and make room for somebody else. So until we see you again, Uh, Go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now.